0: yet hey everybody welcome back to are we adults yet the show that existed for a little while and then vanished but we're back uh i'm zach and here's adrian
1: that's me this one i'm adrian
0: <laughs> yes the, we had to double check our uh, intro so that's our second try we're really good at this already you can tell um so, yeah, we we had given a shot at kind of making a, a podcast built around like teaching you how to do something that we were good at. And, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of reasons that didn't keep going. Uh, but we recently have been like we, we think it would be maybe more helpful for other people and more helpful for us uh, to talk about. Not necessarily like, hey, here's something I'm good at that we would like to teach you, but here's here's something I'm trying to learn and show how we try to learn that and, and you know, when we succeed and when we fail and uh, show that's kind of – it's a process always to learn how to be an adult. And we thought maybe that would help out other people who are also struggling to be adults in uh, this incredible uh, – not even post COVID world where you're trying to exist in society and also work and also deal with all the other shit. And then also maybe learn a hobby at the same time. How the hell do you do all that shit? So we are going to, uh, going to uh, start a, a new, you know, version of the podcast focus on that. Um, and our idea was to sort of talk about a problem that we're having and how we plan to try and solve it. And then follow up next time. And we might not nail it, and we'll probably fail here and there. And that's part of learning. Um, Now, as part of that, we didn't really talk to each other about what we were going to talk about, what our topics were. Um, I mentioned mine a little bit to you. I have no idea what you're going to do. And when I mentioned mine, you were like, wow, your brain really works very differently than mine, which was a fun response to get. (laughs)
1: Well, uh, allow me to stop your rambling introduction to make the first of what should be many disclosures that say, I am not a doctor. Yes. I am not your doctor, and Zach is definitely not a doctor, and if anybody gives him a piece of paper that says he's a doctor... You don't
0: trust them either. Yeah, no,
1: that's a criminal.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes, we're not experts. If if
1: you're planning on making changes to affect your body in any way or take supplements or, you know, I don't know, go from the couch to try to run 50 miles straight, like, go talk to your doctor. And, you know, lawyer probably in the 50 miles is a good idea, too, because you (laughs) might die. Uh, Yes. So, yeah, don't don't take any of this as medical advice or legal advice.
0: No, and and we're, like we said, not... Even the stuff that we don't talk that we talk about that's not you know like physical or or that are that are just like tips for for you know something much simpler. We're not experts. it's just stuff that we're gonna try and maybe it'll help you and maybe it won't because everybody works differently. So just that's a good point to keep that in mind. Um, so uh, we're gonna give each of our our problems a shot here and then, uh, because we haven't talked about it, it may be that our format doesn't even match up between each other, and then we'll we'll try it again uh, next time, and and uh, we will learn from our mistakes as well as we do this. We should
1: get a soundboard that's just like a big old whoopsie whoopsie like when we screw up. Yeah, we like tried something, and just whoopsie.
0: It can be the Mortal Kombat. Oh no, that's Toasty. That's not whoopsie. I got that wrong. Uh, anyway, you remember Toasty?
1: I'm the one who beat you by button mashing that's in true. Mortal Kombat and you're the one who can't remember it's toasty.
0: I also think it's this is very distracting because we're both sitting in our office chairs uh, that are set for our home offices. Oh, you and don't like
1: being taller than me?
0: I'm normally taller than yeah, you. Yeah, that's
1: shut up, that's what I meant.
0: Uh, but you're way <laughs> taller than me right now and it's distracting. But we're we're gonna My go feet in-
1: barely touch the floor
0: in my chair. <laughs> But we're gonna go into our first uh, thing, so I'm gonna go first. Um, so my pr- my first thing I wanted to try and tackle when we started talking about this, I was thinking about how I have I have a lot of hobbies and there's a lot of things I want to learn how to do better. Um, I paint miniatures. I started to learn how to sew. I want to get better at at like my. Um, Uh, workout regimen all that kind of stuff but the the thing that is a common problem with all of them is that i don't ever devote consistent practice or time to them um so i feel like before i can learn better how to sew i need to learn how to practice how to sew
1: do you think the mic is going to pick up the hallway playing
0: uh, probably not. Our cat is in the background yelling at us. I don't think it'll show up, uh, well, but...
1: He's not yelling at us. He's, he's threatening the toys.
0: He needs the toys to know that he's going to kill them. Yeah,
1: there's like a good 20 minute lead up of, are you looking at me? Yes. Are you looking at me?
0: <laughs> he's very violent, but we love him And then anyway. he'll fling
1: one them up against the wall.
0: So, uh... You know, there, there's a couple things I have learned about how to focus. I have ADD, and uh, it's hard for me to focus. And one of the things I have tried recently that worked pretty well for me is the Pomodoro technique. Um I know other people who have ADD that this doesn't work for. Like me. Uh, like you. But I wanted to talk about it briefly because it's going to kind of play into my, my problem. If you don't know about this, you can Google it. And, and there's lots of different places that will describe it. But basically, the idea is you uh, when you're working, you set a timer for 25 minutes and just work on the task that at hand, basically. You work on one thing, take a five-minute break, then you repeat that. Uh, a couple times, two to three times, and then you take a longer break of, like, 15 minutes at the end of that third or fourth time. Um, and the reason it works for me is because it gives you kind of a sense of urgency of, like, I've got 25 minutes to do this, uh, but also makes you feel like your goal is close. So, like, it doesn't feel like I need to work on this task all day. It just feels like you need to work on it for 25 minutes. So... <laughs> it can help you focus uh, if you're having trouble focus. Um, and it, it worked for me on my short term stuff, but I'm still all over the place on my like weekly schedule. So my first goal/ problem of this is to try to achieve consistency in like practicing different skills and hobbies, um, or really honestly just achieve a consistent weekly schedule. That's my, my main thing that I want to work on first because it's something that I've struggled with and I feel like before I want can become like a master, you know, sew, sew person, sewing person. What do you call it?
1: Taylor?
0: Taylor, that's the word for it.
1: I don't know that there's a seamster.
0: Se- a seamster, there you go. Um, I got to learn how to keep a schedule. Not that'll... related
1: to a teamster.
0: That's, a, that's yes. a different thing. That will let me do that. So um, I looked around uh, for a bunch of, at a bunch of different studies about like consistency. and uh, one of the things I learned while I was doing this is I have a secondary problem, which is that I'm not great at researching self-help help stuff. <laughs> but maybe that will be another one I work on later because I could find a lot of bits of like specific information. Um, about, like, how to do one thing, but I really don't know how to find, like...
1: Personal development?
0: Yeah, well, I, I struggled to do that, um, but in any, in any case, um...
1: You're really bad with Google terms, and so I've just well, given you one.
0: I appreciate it, but what I'm saying is, like, I also, like, I, I always run into that with, like with like sewing or, or learning woodworking where it's like, yeah, I found out how to do one thing, but I don't really know how to look up. Like, here's how to learn how to do this. So in case I will take personal development is something I'll, I'll search. But one thing I did find is a study that I read called when challenges hinder an investigation of when and how challenge stressor stressors impact employee Stretch, outcomes. Uh, judicial systems. Yeah. Uh, That's by Troy Smith, who is an assistant professor of management at the University of Nebraska, and is published in the Journal of Applied Psychology. And it is more about like employee productivity in in a business, but I think a lot of the stuff that they talk about in it applies to my problem, like keeping a consistent schedule. So basically, it's research that shows that employees are have better performance and have better well-being and stress levels when the level of challenging tasks that they work on is consistent and stable over time. And they display poor performance and well-being when the level of challenging tasks they work on fluctuates or is inconsistent over time. So it's a big, long study. But basically, the idea is that if you set a consistent level of challenge and Secure level of challenge doesn't just mean like how hard it is. It's also like the type of challenge. So if you have somebody and you give them a different task to do every every week, uh, that's completely different, then they're going to struggle. But if you give them the same task that's like a little bit more complex, but is the same level of challenge, then they will stay consistently. Productive.
1: I would absolutely love to see this guy look at my job.
0: Well, yes. I mean, that's the thing because you're kind of a fixer. So, like, for anything I, that's wrong. Yeah, so, well,
1: yeah, I'm kind of by def- definition. So, there's just constantly weird crap coming over my desk all day long, and it might not even be mine half the time. It's how do I? What if I do a thing? Yeah. Can you um? Bob's trying to do this, and I don't know if we can do it.
0: Right. So that would be tough to apply this. But at home, um, you might, we might be able to kind of translate this. And uh, one of the other things it kind of mentioned that seems to line up to how I feel is like if you give somebody a, t- a really challenging task one week and then give them a really easy task the next week. And then another challenging task. It actually makes it harder for them to do that third thing because...
1: 100%. If the first hard thing that happens after... Because Christmas is always our slow season. The first hard thing that happens... Hi, Chili.
0: Our cat has leaped on top of a bookcase. (sighs) Uh, Can you come down, please? You're only
1: two and a half feet of stability here.
0: I'm going to have to probably... Oh, no. no. Okay, hold on. Excuse me. Um, oh,
1: no. The um, first, thing after the first hard thing after Christmas is always a nightmare for me because... We go into Christmas and it's like, you know, 50 hour weeks, just balls to the wall. And then for three weeks, I'm doing paper clips on a string. I'm right. re alphabetizing the alphabetized files. I'm Googling how close this thing is to the taco place. Right, and then immediately it's like, hey, so this truck lit on fire in the middle of Nevada, and we're completely out of brooms right. for and the next three months, and I'm like, great, now I got to figure out how to make a broom,
0: and you're kind of rusty on on you know f- fixing that stuff. So, well, my
1: reaction time is right. rusty, yeah.
0: So, um, basically, uh, as I get better at, at sewing, for instance, you want to make sure you're continuing to challenge yourself to keep you interested. And that your overall level of, like, uh, of challenge stressors, they call it, doesn't fluctuate, like dropping something for a long time or going really hard on it and then you get burnt out. That, that's kind of the, the thing that they wanted to try and, uh, and avoid. The other thing it talks about is hindrance stressors, which are different than – basically, you want your level of challenge to be the same um, and it's good to have some challenge hindrance stressors are things like, uh, in in the study, like changing bureaucratic policies or resources. And those just interfere with you achieving your goals. They're not like actually challenges in terms of your mm-hmm. skill. It's just like bullshit that gets in the way. And to for me, that'd be like, um, I have a doctor's appointment this week, so I can't do that. Uh, or, you know, whatever, just stuff that gets in the way. And those we can't, like, get rid of, but we can try and reduce them and prep the schedule for the week and, and, and deal with them as they come in. So this study's interesting, and I think there's a lot of that stuff that I can apply to my issue. And basically, so now I'm going to talk about how to act on that and how it applies to my problem. Um, there are a couple things it lists that improve consistency in the workplace – Uh, So one is determine the employee's primary tasking, the employee is me here. Um, and
1: I was unclear
0: on that. Basically because humans aren't super great at doing a lot of different things at once. Uh, It also talks about short reporting periods. So just like in the Pomodoro technique I talked about, it's easier to keep up your motivation if you imagine, oh, I've just got to do this for a week and then I'll see how I did as opposed to a year. Or whatever. Um, also specific goals. Uh, most people respond better to specific than vague goals. You and me definitely fit in that category, I think, but that's a general thing. Uh, and then evaluating performance regularly with positive feedback. So being told you're doing well helps employees stay on track. This is None of this is like crazy, but it makes sense. And it's things I want to apply to you know how I get stuff done at home on my schedule. Are
1: you going to look in a mirror and tell yourself you're doing a good job? No, I'm going to make you tell me
0: I'm doing a good job. Fuck. Yeah, So you're going to help me. I'm really me. bad at that. Well, you know, you can just see how... I'm, we'll, we'll talk about it. So I've translated this into a list of things to start doing for my personal goals. So I'm going to pick a couple hobbies and specific goals within those hobbies. So instead of like we talked about, instead of get better at sewing... I'm going to pick like him, these goal, uh, him, these clothes is my goal uh, for that. Or for like, um, you know, miniature painting, it's like learn this technique, uh, this specific technique, not just get better. Um, The other thing is, uh, as they said, you, you don't want to have too many different things. I do need to make sure I'm not trying to do too many different goals at once or I'll struggle to accomplish any of them. And one of the things I haven't figured out about this is whether or not I should go like this month is sewing month or if I should try and rotate them because the study kind of says that changing tasks is a hindrance, but I also don't want to just not do my other hobbies for a long time. Well, so I, haven't... Think,
1: I think that actually plays into a conversation we had off mic, which is that you do really good with specific tasks, but you don't know what to do once you learn this technique. And so, like, if you had a overarching project, so you had something that required you to paint and to sew... True. Then it would be easier for you to be hindrance-free if you were like, Okay, well, the first part of the Tyrannosaurus costume is to make the toes. I should make and I'll learn how to paint the toes.
0: Are you trying trying to get me to make you a Tyrannosaurus costume?
1: <laughs> um... If you make a costume for me, I'm gonna need an ankylosaurus.
0: Okay, I can do that. You can
1: go right ahead for the tyrannosaurus for our nephew because you know he'll love it. Yes. Or you can make me a dimetrodon, also one of my my top five dinosaurs. But it's not it's a it's a dimetrodon. Please do not in the comments correct the it's shit out of me. It's not a dinosaur. I'm fucking aware. I, I don't care. Al- yeah, I love dimetrodon. Get off my back.
0: Um. So. So pick some goals, specific goals, and then create a schedule and stick to it. So now in the study and and for me, I'm not thinking of schedule, meaning like Tuesday is this, this Wednesday is this, um, because you and me both know, I think that, that that just won't happen. Like there's just too many things that that distract us. Like, for instance, our cat again. Hi, Chili. Um but what it does mean is, like, I want to set every week, do X hours of this and Y hours of this. So that is how I'm going to set my my schedule or goals for the week is is by doing it on an overall goal level as opposed to Tuesday, this happens, Wednesday, this happens.
1: Chili's goal is to slap at least 500 things off the table.
0: God, she's helping so much. Um The next is uh, don't make the goals unattainable. So like, I would love to do like, you know, six work workouts a week and three uh, crafting sessions a week. But, But you wanna set them low and then raise them as you hit them and not set them too high that you're not doing them. Because then you're gonna just get discouraged. Um, and then finally, evaluate every week if those goals are being met. So before, I was I was tracking myself kind of, but I was doing it in like big chunks where I was like, how did I do in the, this like three months? But this study kind of really shows that people, and I think myself as one of them, respond a lot better to like, I did good this week, yay, uh, as opposed to waiting for three months to see how I did. Because I always fall off towards the end of that period. So, um, and this is where you can come in, as I was describing. Because I'm going to record myself, but I'm going to have you check my... Uh, how I did. And then we'll talk about it at the end of, you know, every week. Uh, and you can tell me I did a good job. Or that I did a bad job.
1: Um, I Well... I always tell you in a very sarcastic way. Great job, buddy.
0: Yeah, but you gotta give me actually praise if I do it. That's the rules, because that's how it works. Um,
1: Does she do this when you regular podcast?
0: Yeah, it's really distracting. Hi, Chili. Can we help you again? She's
1: now behind the monitor.
0: Sometimes she's, she but tries... she's
1: fishing for something. She's like shoving... She's like elbow deep behind the desk here.
0: Sometimes she tries to eat my soundproofing back there, so that's always fun, too.
1: That sounds like something she'd eat. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so.
1: Oh, now we're making terrible sounds with our claws on yeah, the Yeah, I think we're going to have
0: to pause for a second here. So that's kind of my idea is I'm going to track myself. I'm going to set my goals like low and and attainable and then move them up until... I feel like I'm hitting, as that study said, a consistent level of challenge uh, every week and see how it works. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to need you to evaluate my progress. So (laughs) I'm sure you'll enjoy that. Um, But this is close to stuff I've tried before. I've tracked myself in a lot of different ways, but I feel like I...
1: I'm sorry. The audience needs to know that she is fascinated by the little red line that's tracking your audio. And she keeps smelling it.
0: Yeah, she's trying to smell audacity, so that's fun. Um, but, like, I think you've run into this, too, which is, like, tracking your – trying to track your progress, and I think because we both are kind of not organized people by nature, I at least sometimes track too stuff too granularly, like, too deep, and then I fall off it because I, like – it's too much work to even do the tracking I want to do. So I'm going to try to take it down to a lower level – that helps me be more consistent um and that is my goal my first goal for our our this project what do you think you think i can do it
1: i i'm curious
0: yeah i'm curious because first i need to set like my i you know i'll have to come back with uh with next next time with yes i decided on this many hours of this and this many hours of this um but i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best to uh, – or maybe I'll do it in, like, this many sessions. I don't know. But that is my goal.
1: Yeah, I just – uh, it's not that much different from what I've heard you talk about before. So I'm, I'm just yes. curious how much having to report not to me but to the podcast is actually going to help.
0: That's you. the thing is I feel like being accountable is going to help and then also changing what I'm trying to re- – like, I really – was trying to hit very, my goals were too high, I think, where it's like, I'm trying to do, you know, like I said, six workouts and three crafting sessions. That's too much, I think. So I'm going to try to to bring it down so that I can, um, it's just more doable. And then I think reporting that, because I really feel like one of the things I was running into is like, I was tracking myself in like three month periods, like I said, and I would do okay for four weeks and then fall off, and then my brain would be like, "Well, screw it, you know, just try again at the the next time your your cycle restarts." And it was discouraging, so we'll try it this way and see how it goes. Um, but uh, that's mine. So, what do you? What about you?
1: Well, uh, first, I have to point out that you have four printed pages with bullet points. Uh huh of notes yes and i have i think a grand total of two handwritten notes in a moleskin notebook that is so old it's literally deteriorating and leaving the little um i've got an old office chair black bits everywhere for
0: the the listener it looks like um it looks like a notebook that like a treasure hunter would have with there's uh, like
1: colored sticky notes hanging out of it and
0: that that another treasure hunter would find and be like this is all the secrets to the lost gold of El Dorado or whatever.
1: I work better in an analog <laughs> format. That's fine. All this, Oh see, it's all over my.
0: It's sh- your book is shedding.
1: Yeah, it's. I actually didn't know what it was at first, when it first started, and I kept thinking you had, like, left something on my desk, and mm-hmm. I was like, this f- is all this crap on my desk that Zach, what is he looking for in here?
0: No, it's it's that your book is dying, it's, uh,
1: slowly. I don't know if these come with a date on them.
0: It's, it looks really old. Does
1: a moleskin come with a date?
0: I don't think so. But it's, oh, I think you wrote a date here. It's in the next page. I thought I saw a date. 17, okay, 2017. Well, so this is
1: in my handwriting.
0: Okay, so it's even older so than 2017. So this means I picked it up
1: from somebody at work that didn't notice it was gone, clearly. And uh, it's prior twenty seventeen. So, so it's this is five
0: a... over five years old, probably.
1: It's probably closer to ten, yes.
0: Yeah. There you go.
1: Okay. Well, that's the so li- you wrote... lifeline on a lifetime on a uh
0: moleskin. Uh, so you wrote a lot less notes than me. I that's, did. That's fine.
1: I did. Um Uh, I I think this might be easier for me with less notes anyway, because I I come at this from a very different angle than you. Okay. Um, And I've always had kind of a self-awareness that I am not a consistent person. Um, And so I've always been looking for things like seeking out information on motivation and, and willpower and how to make yourself more consistent at things, and I've had a few periods in my life when I've been, like, really, really good at it. Um, They don't, you know, obviously last, because otherwise I wouldn't be doing a podcast to track my own improvement.
0: Yeah, one of the things I was finding when I was looking at this consistency stuff is most people do go in those kinds of cycles where they're like, I'm good at, I'm doing great, I fell off it. I'm doing great, like, that's common. So,
1: So... Well, that gets into a lot of stuff about um, kind of why I look at this, because um, all of that willpower and stuff is all done in your frontal lobe. Okay. There's kind of three sections of your frontal lobe um, that that funnel into that, that, that offer control over not doing things you know you're not supposed to. So if you're a smoker and you're you need that control over not getting that next cigarette... Um, doing things you know you should, so if you don't want to work out, but you do want to work out, that's a different section of your frontal lobe. And then the ability to keep that lofty goal in front of you and work towards it, so like I want to be in a bikini this summer, that's a, that's another part of your frontal lobe there. Okay. Um, and I'm, this is, boy, this is, this is how obsessed I am with this. This is all like stuff that I've picked up over Years and years and years. Um, That all, your frontal lobe dysfunction plays a large role in addiction. It plays a large role in ADHD.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, because one of the things that I found out when I got diagnosed with, well, one of the reasons I wanted to get tested for ADHD is because I thought for a long time, like most people, I feel like you hear, oh, it's kids who can't sit still. but. There's the
1: H in ADHD is more appropriately referred to as hyperactive brain activity, right? And your it brain can manifest as physical activity,
0: right? But not always. And one of the very common uh, symptoms that I feel like most people don't know about is the inability to start things because your brain won't settle down. So, like I and where I'm like sitting there trying and trying and trying to start working on a project and I just can't make myself do it. So that makes sense. That sounds similar to what you're describing.
1: Um, so my doctor had recommended to me a podcast called Huberman lab. Um, and the two things I will shout out in this particular episode is definitely Huberman lab, but be prepared when you go to listen to Huberman lab, this is dense stuff. Um, it's fascinating, uh, and I recommend it. But he intentionally takes a whole month per topic, so if you're not prepared to sit down for ninety minutes on one quarter of a topic,
0: yeah, okay, it,
1: just just understand that's that's going to be what you're getting. Um, the other one is a book that I'm going to need you to help me remember the author of, because I'm really bad with names, but okay. it's um, the Willpower book that I love.
0: Uh, yes, you keep talking, and I will I, Okay, it out. well,
1: anyway, so it's a book all about willpower, and I really like it, and I've listened to the audio version of it probably three times over, and I occasionally read it. I, it's hard for me to sit down and read uh, in a, in a long format. Kelly McGonagall, there we go. That is who wrote that. She, it's a good book. You should read it if you are interested in willpower. Um, it has a lot of challenges in it and tips so that you can kind of break down the whole concept and find what works for you. Um, so anyway, back on to the ADD and getting better and trying to be a better self part. Um... In listening to Huberman Lab, the first four episodes are on sleep, and a big thing that I found out was that getting little sleep and getting a lot of light late at night, those of us who go to bed at Mm 1am, will drastically reduce your dopamine on a consistent basis, which is bad for those of us who need rewards and motivation to stay focused, um, or to... On focus, because my my ADD really manifests more as a uh, hyper focus a lot. Yes. I, I have hard times starting things. I'm not so much um, super distracted a lot. I need to either be in a incredibly chaotic environment, like I am in the office, or it needs to be total silence for me yeah. to be able to focus. You but... mean
0: either it's so crazy that you have to focus, or there's nothing happening to distract you, basically.
1: Right. So, uh, you know, just as a, a some background, I read the entirety of the annotated Much Ado About Nothing in one afternoon. Yes. Uh, I read that so intently that I did not notice I had third-degree burns on my back.
0: Because you were at the pool? I was in beach. the pool. You also do, like, you'll do a thousand-piece puzzle in a day, and then your back will hurt. Yeah,
1: you know? and then I won't be able to stand up straight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I really, I I can get hyper-focused on some things and and not be able to come out of them and not realize that I haven't eaten or that I've needed to pee for the last six hours and that we are at emergency pee time. Right. Um, So, that being said, dopamine is important. (laughs) Yes. For all of your ADD needs. So, my task and what I'm going to track for me... Is I'm going to go to bed very early. Okay. And I'm going to get up at about five, and I'm going to get some really early sun, and I'm going to try to get back on a sleep schedule that was more towards what I was sleeping when we first met. Okay. Um, And I'm going to try to track that and get better about it.
0: So... Now,
1: so that's like that. When I say that yours yours aren't that much different from what I see you do, this right. this is one thing I'm gonna do.
0: Oh yeah, well, so my thought process for mine is like I want to talk. I want to use this to talk about like hobbies and, and learning how to do those sorts of things, which I, I think is kind of my focus area because it's stuff that really interests me. But you like to learn about like how the brain works yeah. and, and how to do self improvement from that perspective. So that works for you too. And I think they're both good things to talk about. So I was worried that they would be like completely incompatible, but I don't really think so.
1: I got this handy dandy, uh, hundred
0: days notebook.
1: It's a chart that has a bunch of hundred days sections and I can just fill out whether or not I did my shit.
0: So my, here's my question to you. Because uh, we we talked about like, how do we want to be one of our, when we were prepping, you asked a bunch, you wrote down some questions about each topic. And one of them was like, how do we, I don't remember exactly, but like, how do you want to track or be held accountable? Now, do you want me to fuss at you to go to bed if you haven't gone to bed? This is a question that I think is important.
1: Oh. Do you
0: want me to help?
1: I don't respond well to No, that. you
0: don't. But, <laughs> but you have stated your goal here, and that's your goal. And do you want me to help, or do you want me to just let you record it and figure it out
1: I think, yourself? Uh, I think perhaps you should say, how will this look on the podcast?
0: Okay. I'm
1: doing arms. And, yeah, she's uh,
0: doing a fun pose. You can't see it, but...
1: Because if you just tell me, but you wanted to go to bed on time, um, I don't... uh, Yeah.
0: No, I think... You're going to get your head bit off. This is not any of our particular goals, but it is uh, a fun, like, if you have a partner who doesn't react well to being told what to do, (laughs) this is maybe just a tip for me, which is like, gently hit once, and then if they push back... Don't say it again. That's that's for sure not what well, you want. Well, yeah, do.
1: unless you're like out of throwing distance. Yes. Cuz I will chuck something at your head.
0: Well, it's just it's just like I get it because it you don't you're an adult. You don't want somebody be babying you or like telling you what to do. I completely understand.
1: Well, it's also that I've already told myself this exact same thing that you're saying <laughs> right. about 50 times by the time that you say it.
0: Yeah. I think it does help you and me some to be To to have someone else going like Hey, not say this out loud But you know, the subtext is You and I both know This is your goal, I have noticed You're not doing it, and that's it You just drop it, you're just like You know, you you, There you go, so I will maybe let you know Hey, uh um, Did you try, you know, did you write your bedtime Down today, or whatever (laughs) And and then we'll, that'll be it So uh when did you did you have an idea of when you wanted to try to go to bed?
1: Um it's not a firm time. My goal is actually just to finish working out and take a shower and then either read or go to bed. Okay. But I mean I'll, that works. I'll, let's be real. I'll probably be on the phone.
0: Well, you know, I I think everybody needs this is something I've I've read about as well that they have when it's bad they call it uh revenge procrastination where like you're staying up too late
1: i've definitely done that because i worked 10 hours today and then i got stuck in traffic for two hours and now i'm just grumpy and i just want to watch three episodes of tv to get back at everyone
0: yeah but what i would say is like everybody needs some downtime after work if you go do work if you work and then do your chores and then go directly to bed. It feels like you don't have a life, basically, and that's not fun. So you need some cool-down time. So, like, I get it. That's that's That makes sense. So uh, so you're just trying to get a certain amount of sleep is probably more the the main thing.
1: Well, it's not a certain amount of sleep so much as, like, retooling uh, when I become awake. Okay. Cool. Because I would like to be alert for several hours before i go to work well
0: because you like to spin up slowly in the morning and have like a lone morning time and stuff. i don't know
1: if it's so much like as i require to spin up slowly you the other day you you rolled out of bed you had one sock on you drank half of a diet coke and you were like all right you ready to go and i was like I hadn't showered. I was still in my pajamas. I had drunk half of one cup of my two cups of coffee. And I think even before words came out of my mouth, there was, like, palpable, like, Jedi lightning coming out of my eyes at you.
0: What's funny is, like, for me with that stuff is, like, I can do that to go to the store or whatever. But, you know, I like to start working, like, doing... You know, we both work from home. To start doing, like, work, it takes me, like, an hour of just staring at the computer before I can, like, make myself work. So, it's a weird difference between those two things. But, cool. So, we've both got our goals... Uh, and we'll track them. And then next maybe Maybe next time, I need to
1: find another notebook. Oh, it's already shedding. You, he,
0: yeah, you might need another notebook. That guy seems like he's about to give up the ghost. Well, maybe
1: I can just remove all of the peeling Please parts. don't
0: peel... Please don't skin your book <laughs> at, on my desk. I don't appreciate this. <laughs> um, but, Do you think
1: if I just like rubbed it really hard with a paper towel?
0: Anyway, so... <laughs> so uh next time when we come back we will let you know how this went and then we'll have another problem that we'll we'll try to uh to get together and my plan also is to have uh listeners write in and let us know what your problems are or give
1: me suggestions for things to do
0: yeah or or, yeah exactly give us uh suggestions for small things that you want to try to work on and and if you want tell us how you did it and uh I'm going to uh get a Twitter together for for that and and I'll let you all know. Oh, we'll be Twits. We'll be Twits. Uh and Are we
1: all still using Twitter? We're not on like Truth Social for right
0: now. We're, we're definitely not on Truth Social, <laughs> but yeah, I don't really have an alternative yet. We'll we'll figure that out. But um we will uh our plan is definitely to get you guys involved uh but uh for right now, thanks for everybody for listening. Um, the people who are interested in this, because I'm not sure how interesting this will be for other people, but I hope that it will reflect how you feel about the, the incredibly difficult task of just trying to do something. Uh, for yourself in this environment that we all find ourselves in. Yeah,
1: I mean, if other people find value in it, that's great. And that's part of why I wanted to do this because I feel like you and I talk a lot about goal setting and stuff, but we're not really accountable to anybody other than ourselves. And I thought if someone out there could see us struggling or give us encouragement or get value out of the fact that we've banged our heads against the same thing 18 times.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I guess I'll say I don't have a, a an account for this yet. But if you uh, if you want to send me any of your stuff, you can send it to at uh, uh, Chinchi McChilla on Twitter, C H I N C H Y M C C H I L L A, and tell me about a problem that that you're working on, and uh, also. If I next month come back and, and I'm like, yeah, I didn't do the shit I said I was going to do, feel free to go on there and yell at me and tell me I should do better. Um, and then we'll be held accountable.
1: How do you think this
0: is? I, honey, I truly don't know what the underskin of, it's cardboard, right? It has to be cardboard. I don't know, feel it. I don't know. This hey, is If so, somebody
1: knows what a moleskin's made out of, this is tell such
0: me. a good audio medium product. Is <laughs> is like what's what's under the skin of my moleskin notebook?
1: I, I thought it would be like really soft, and it is, but not in.
0: We're gonna wrap this up. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody. I'm getting the eyes. And come come back next time. Uh, we really appreciate y'all listening, and feel free to write in to Twitter and tell me what you're working on. Uh, so until next time, uh, have a good one. I don't have a sign off. Bye. Yes, get better. Get better. There you go. Talk to you all later. <laughs> Bye. Are we
1: adults yet?